Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the movie newbie. My name is Jabril Sahimi, and I am the newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up? And we are back again with another episode of the movie newbie. I'm your host Jabril Sahimi, and I'm joined by the two usual guys. Ollie and Raf, but I think Raf has a special guest with us today. I sure yeah. do. I sure do. I am in the house here with Kyle Campbell Pope, uh, fellow director, fellow friend, uh, who is just an incredible human, talented director, talented writer. Uh, and the reason why we met is through a film called Lover's Walk, which we shot last year before I actually went to Singapore. Mm. Uh, it was like the last thing I did before I went on that flight. Uh, and yeah, we became fast friends ever since. And um, yeah, hey Kyle, like welcome to the show and thank you for being here. What an opportunity for us to just like yeah, be in your presence, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me. Um lovely to be with all of you three um, yeah. on this podcast. Thanks for the invite. Of course. Um yeah, I'm really excited to just chat about films, chat about some good stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we should get to. Uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, let's let's get a crack. Let's it. dive you wanna, into you it. You want to take take this one? I can. It's yeah, your, yeah, it's your yeah, film, man. Absolutely. This is this is your film. This is this is literally I mean, this is yeah. really like this your is like really film. like my film. So yeah, Cal, if you don't know this, like this is probably the film I've seen the most, and I would say it's my favorite film just because I've seen it the most. So That's surely awesome. there's a pattern there. I'm like, if I keep watching it, maybe it means something. Hmm. Um, and I remember first watching this film and it I was completely galvanized by it. I it changed the way I saw films, it changed the way I I critiqued films, or it just kind of unveiled this whole new world of magic in filmmaking. And I think, you know, a big, big um a big opportunity for me to like delve deeper into what it is I love about filmmaking. So I thank Alfonso Cuaron, I thank Emmanuel Lubetsky, I I thank everyone mm-hmm. that was a part of this film for really like I don't know, putting me in a deeper uh, place with my like cinephile self. Um, so this film introduced a lot to me and and watching it again for like, I don't know, the 2000th time, um, <laughs> there's still something that comes out of it. You know, there's still something that I'm like, oh shit, I did not see that. Um, but I'll say my initial thoughts quickly. Um, so we're reviewing Children of Men, directed by Alfonso Cuaron, shot by the master himself, Emmanuel Lubezki, and starring, I think, what is probably his finest performance, Clive Owen, and then Julianne Moore, Michael, a hippy-dippy Michael Caine, who would have thought? <laughs> um, and, and, uh, for Charlie Hunnam, brilliant cast, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, from the the terrifyingly chilly and prescient book uh, of the same name uh, by P.D. James. Children of Men, yeah, first thoughts is it's still, for me, it's a masterpiece. It's a modern masterpiece. It's the 21st century masterpiece. Um, I will give it no flaw. Uh, and I only appreciate it more by watching it more. So those are my thoughts. And you can already tell what rating I'm going to give it by the end of this. <laughs> You're basically were like, no notes. Yeah, basically, no notes, no armchair <laughs> moment. This movie is perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see to hear your thoughts, Kyle, as, as a director, as someone who is also quite a cinephile, because that's how also how, how our friendship grew is we talked about that's movies. Um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, um, it's great to hear. Um, the first opinion of uh, of uh, Children of Men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> strangely, it's the first time I've watched it. Um, oh, my, yeah. my friend, um, my friend Nathaniel, he's like you. He um he loves like yeah. Children of Men. There was one time we um 
we're around his house. It was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. We were just watching like a marathon of films you shouldn't be watching like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. because you're all tired, you're yeah. all a bit groggy. Yeah. I remember just like children and men being in the background and all these like warners like just happening, these really intense warners. And I'm like, I need to sleep because like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I can't like really take in what's going on right yeah. now. But um, yeah. finally, um, and thankfully I've watched it, um, I do think it's te- technical excellence. Like, um, I do think for like a film that's been made like in 2006, mm. um, very early, I guess, 2000s and stuff, mm. is quite mad that we had these very um, intense um, plays of genre. Like kind of I was watching it and I'm thinking, wow, this like, I'm really into like survival horror like kind of like like stuff that's like like you know mm. like resident evil yeah. or like evil yeah, yeah. dead like kind of just like very intense kind of like you know like person versus kind of like something yeah so, some something like you know crazy like mad um mm, i mm. felt like this which is like way more grounded in reality you have these very intense sequences of like you know just like clive owen's character theo he's just like he's just like running through just like like madness of just yeah. kind of like the world like just very intense and kind of like all-out war between kind of like good and bad and kind yeah. of um like military versus kind of like anarchists um and and it's great like it's it's mm-hmm. a great experience mm-hmm. like i think um the last 40 minutes for me or like the last hour is like is like top like kind of like oh, when yeah. i'm after like oh i i guess spoiler alert if, if anyone hasn't seen it but like <laughs> which you like, should yeah well this <laughs> is a, this is a spoiler yeah, this is oh, a spoiler. Movie. Movie. Yeah, we spoil yeah, yeah. all the time. Don't spoiler worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then I take back my spoiler alert. But, um, <laughs> Please do. But, um, but yeah, when Key, like, obviously, um, she gives birth to the baby, mm-hmm. and I guess just from then, it feels like oh, the film just kind of just antes up by like like from one hundred to two hundred because yeah, it's yeah, just like a very yeah. intense. Well, it's just it's just a crazy set of like events that happen. Um, it's it's an interesting film to me. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do like. Um, Alfonso Cuaron's films. Um, I guess yeah, Gra- Gravity is one that kind of comes to mind. But yeah, yeah I really yeah, did. Yeah. I really did yeah. like um, uh, Children of Men, and have many thoughts to to discuss with yeah. everyone. Like, once, right once on. I hear everyone's. Right but yeah, on. I'd love to pass it on. Yeah, yeah, pass on the baton to Ollie. Oh yeah, sure. So um, I'm tr- I probably I don't think I've seen this nearly as many times as you as you have, Raf. I don't. Oh. I don't think, I don't think anyone even has. cracked the top 100 <laughs> in terms of most rewatched films but I've definitely seen it quite a few times I think I saw it first when I was a teenager when I was a budding cinephile myself mm. and um, I've revisited it a number of times since um, so I w- and I've always really really admired this film I think it's always held a special place in my heart um, and yeah upon this most recent rewatch I found it to be a word that I would describe this film as is undeniable mm. there are particular stretches of this film and sequences and um uh, devices that it sort of employs, like from more, more from a technical standpoint, yeah. that are just undeniable. They are going to bowl you over. They're going to sort of grab you by the collars and sort of scream in your face, basically. <laughs> and um, and it's it, it's it's weird to talk about a film that is dealing with such dark, unpleasant subject matter as being in this sort of way. But it's almost like from a filmmaking standpoint. It's like watching uh, your favorite football players highlight goals on YouTube or something. Sure, sure. Like watching yeah. certain sequences as someone who's interested in filmmaking. Gabriel likes that you'll uh, watch example. Like that, yeah, you'll watch that 10-minute uh, tracking shot at the end. and you, or, or if it comes on on TV, yes. you'll, you'll ask everyone to be quiet just so we can all watch it together because yes. it's just so impressive. Even though, again, it's such a, a bleak story in many ways. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it's 
visceral, thrilling filmmaking. Mm. I do have a couple of issues with it from a script mm. standpoint. Good, good, yeah. Maybe we can We're dig into that it. a little bit later. But also, yeah. my last, you know, n- part of my first impressions, I'll just say, what struck me is how tight this film is too. For yes. a film that is um, uh, credited so much for what it does with long extended sequences, I think like it manages to pack a lot of movie into yeah. like 99 minutes. Which mm. is insane. A lot of world yeah. building too. But, yeah. And I think what it does on that level as well from a pacing standpoint is really impressive. Um, yeah. So yeah, what about you, Jabril though? Yeah, so um, I think the first time I watched this was when it came out. So I was like 11 years old or 12. Yeah, so wow. like in the cinema. Yeah, in the cinema. Um, it was Bahrain, so they don't give a shit. Yeah, you, but, can, just, uh, you can just go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, how old are you? 25. Sure. <laughs> um, Get, go in. Yeah. Get in there. Uh, so I definitely kind of remember little bits and bobs of the movie, but yeah. nothing uh, as substantial as like, the viewing that I had uh, earlier today. Oh. Um, so I thought... So you I, had not seen it. You had not seen it since... Uh, that first sh- that wow. first time I watched okay, it. So yeah. it's kind of like watching the movie again. All it's kind of... We've yeah. done this, f- I think, a few times. Yeah. I think like The Godfather when we did it. Um, it was like ages since I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I... Having like watched a bunch of Quaron's other movies, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to really like this. Mm. But I'm kind of surprised as to how much... Like, I didn't like <gasps> it. Like, I thought I would be a 10. Heresy. I thought it would be a 10. But then I realized, like, um, it's hard not to see, like, the whole white savior thing. Um, it's hard sure, not to sure. see. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's hard. Like, that. there were choices that. where, like, ooh, the immigrants are, like, just the the view on Islam and, and Muslims. Sure, like, sure. the only yeah. time that, that you hear Arabic or that you even see Muslims yeah. is when they're screaming Allahu Akbar mm. and there's an uprising going on. Mm. And yeah. in 2006, that is a disgusting choice, in my opinion. With yeah. the war in yeah. Iraq, with Afghanistan, with a lot of just anti... Just a lot of Islamophobia. And I thought that was mm. kind of mm. a shitty way to to do things so sure, sure, there, sure, there sure. is that but then um i do agree like you said the technical masterpiece of it it's really cool i like the fact that the initials part was in london and mm. i live here now and you can like <laughs> see i'm like oh shit like <laughs> I, I know well. that place. Yeah, yeah yeah um or uh yeah, i, I really like the first time i'd seen this film since moving to london yeah and yeah i, I really enjoyed it on that front too, yeah it was well. really cool and then i just like the fact that this future version of london isn't as shit as what we have right now. So, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, pretty tame. Uh, it's pretty tame. No, yeah, yeah. I, wait, sorry. What we have yeah. now is better than what. Oh, was I thought you were saying. Sorry. Yeah, so what we have now is shit. Four, sorry, sorry. four years out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's four years out. So you never know. Yeah, twenty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that was noticeable. I was yeah. like, oh man, brace yourselves. So, <laughs> yeah. Questions. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Shall we just jump in straight into favorite performance? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Favorite <laughs> scene. <laughs> this is great. And I and I and I started by saying favorite scene as well. Okay. Whoop whoop whoop. Favorite scene. Then. Let's go. Instead of yeah. I mean, favorite scene or favorite moment. You know, favorite moment of this. Of right. This because for we come in, we're going to come into this problem again and again. Yes. Talking about your theme, is especially that my when theme, you're focusing yeah. on long extended yeah. single takes, yeah. it's like it's hard to define what where a scene starts yeah. and ends. I suppose, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess favorite so, moment. Yeah, the I last time we did our favorite sequence of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. So, yeah. Kyle, do you have a favorite moment in this film? If so, what is it? I do, but I guess I'm now a bit like in two minds because obviously. Um, I was thinking, obviously, when I'm watching this, is like, bam, like all the oneers, all like the yeah, br- unbroken yeah, takes. Yeah. And in a strange way, I kind of wish I'd watched this, like obviously before the more recent influx of like 
oneers like in mm, like sure. in like modern film because like yeah. obviously when I'm comparing I'm gonna be like oh <coughs> maybe like Sam Mendes did it better oh, or, yeah, like, or like, kind of like, like yeah. you know other people yeah. have done it differently but then again it's like I guess Kieron kind of started like it's it kind of like maybe like a he's probably an influence for for many mm-hmm. other people yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. But I will say though that one of my favorite scenes is when Theo and Key and Miriam are leaving the farm and oh, they're kind of just like oh, rolling amazing. the car. Um they're rolling like the car down <laughs> yeah. the um yep. Yep. uh well down the path and it's like it's pretty and that I keep saying it intense because it's like that's the real like I guess the only word that I can yeah. use to like yeah. describe it. But it's a mad scene because it's just like um I feel like it's quite raw. Um it's pretty it's it's pretty crazy that kind of it's just like oh yeah you have all these people like with guns like all these adversaries just chasing you yeah. and they can't shoot you because obviously there's something that they want but yeah. then you're kind of like rolling down maybe like at five miles an hour just down this yeah. very not uh, so yeah. steep hill. i guess it's like a metaphor for things going downhill because <laughs> it was yeah. that point right yeah, that everything yeah, went everything. downhill there you yeah. go. but also <laughs> what i love in that scene is how bucolic their surroundings are like mm, I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure you know Alfonso Cuaron loves a challenge, so he decides, of course, we're going to shoot this at Golden sunrise. Hour, yeah. <laughs> which means they, which you as a director will know, means you've probably got maybe one, if not oh, yeah. two, uh, <laughs> yeah. opportunities to shoot mm. it, and then, then your day's gone, pretty much. Literally. But it's literally, you can hear the birds singing yeah. in the background, and it's this beautiful Idyllic. farmhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you have this mad chase sequence with a car that hasn't yeah. even started yeah yet. it's so great. I think mean, that's really cool. And yeah. even the setup before, like, he, you know, he, he kind of, like, takes the keys from one car. Where, that's when he's in the, snake mode. If yeah. Yes, yeah, he is in <laughs> snake mode. Yeah. Snake. What's those games? Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal yeah. Gear yeah, Solid. That's yeah. Very much. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so... And, and there's just something so like, yeah, alarming and terrifying mm. and like, oh, is he going to get caught? Mm. And then obviously yeah. the car doesn't start so they have to like kind of power through. And they actually yeah. seeded it very subtly but carefully before because when they arrive at the farmhouse, someone says, you have to jumpstart the car. You have to jumpstart the car. Yeah, they did. Um, that was, that was really, yeah, yeah that was i was gonna say like this is uh, that was one of my favorite i was i've got two but that was one of them as well mm. i always every time i watch that watch this film i'm always excited to see that sequence mm-hmm. for some reason it just gives me all of the nerves and all the intensity i crave um even though this you know film is packed to the brim with with um with scenes like that but um i'll go with a little something different and i'll do the bus sequence to uh when they arrive at the um with julianne moore no, no, the bus sequence when they arrive in the immigration hot oh, zone. Oh, right, right, right. Um, basically, uh, Calais, basically. It's yeah. Calais, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, and and the, uh, I can't remember her name now. Um, is it Miriam? The Miriam. Or is it Sid? Uh, Miriam is the one who is kind of the protector of of. The, uh, she's the um. She's the um. Religious. Called? Sorry, yeah, but but she's an OBG. She she delivers she's a deliver like a like a bird what what like, delivers a child like, yeah. oh, uh, midwife. Yeah, midwife yeah midwife yeah. midwife sorry uh, <laughs> a podcast full of men we don't know these things <laughs> yeah. um, also that's mrs trunchbull there we go there we oh, go man. the actress is mrs trunchbull yeah. i did well, think like it was an interesting role to play and i was like oh yeah like you know, i I didn't really notice the face, but now yeah. he's saying, yeah. like, okay, <laughs> interested. But um, yeah, when she gets taken away and it's just that like entire sequence where you get to see like basically the horrors of, mm-hmm. of what's going yeah. on in, in, in that sequence. Um, and yeah, it's just very striking to me and, and it was just terrifying and alarming and also like very real and raw. And it almost felt mm-hmm. like, 
you know, Auschwitz. It felt like it felt like all those terrifying. Wait, mo- what did you say? Auschwitz. Oh, okay. I thought you said Auschwitz. Oh, like, Auschwitz. What? Yeah, that's oh, what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what okay. I mean. Sorry, Auschwitz. <laughs> um, but Auschwitz, like yeah. like terrifying moments like that, where like, oh shit, history repeats itself mm. once again, mm. and those horrors are not seen by the world. That they're just like in confined spaces like that, and we don't actually yeah. know what happens. I mean, it's happening right now. Yeah, it's happening. I mean, right I think yeah. a lot Rwanda, of the, yeah, a lot of those the immigration debate. That was featured into the film. Yes. I think that's more timely that's more, now that's in, this yeah. in the UK than it was in 2006. Right? Yeah. So it's crazy seeing this film now. Yeah, especially. So yeah, that 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 just like you know, kind of raised my attention even more yeah. towards that scene in particular. Um, what about you guys, Ollie? Um, favorite scene? Yeah, I think it's some people. This might be a point in the film where it loses some people, or it feels like it's overreaching with its obviously with the religious um, parallels that it's trying to draw. Mm-hmm. But it always gets me is that scene when after the one where they're descending down the staircase at the uh, end, sorry, yes. when, when she's, when everyone yes. discovers that she has the baby and then that music, that musical motif comes back again. Life of a prayer. And yeah, John Tavner <laughs> mm-hmm. and everyone just sort of stands still in the middle of a battle sequence, which some people might watch that. I think my partner th- saw that was like, that's that's a little too far-fetched. That they all <laughs> yeah. basically stop yeah. the war that's going on because they see a baby. But every time that scene comes on, I start crying. And it and, and it, damn, it, is it happened beautiful. again last yeah, night. It, it's it is it's really powerful. Because Very, it makes you think, yeah. what if you lived in a world... I know this is literally the premise of the movie, but what if you lived <laughs> in a world where you hadn't seen a fucking baby or a child in uh, nearly 20 yeah. years? And you saw one... And it's it's important because like it's true. Our hope is all wrapped up in what future generations unblemished by our own sins can do. Yeah. So if you saw a child you would probably just react in the same way and just start crying or mm. want to touch it. Um, yeah. Touch yeah. it. It, it uh, kind of reminds me of that Khaleesi scene in Game of Thrones where they're mm. like, Khaleesi! Khaleesi! <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It I, That always gets me as well. And even though it is a bit cliche to this point, um, but back then, I feel like it was even more impactful. I, I don't know. It's. I thought it was, I think that was like one of the, the my best. favorite parts of the movie, yeah. like I was gonna say, and that, it's fragments that scene, of a prayer, not life yeah. or a prayer. Fragments of a prayer. Oh, life and a living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. Yeah. Imagine that. That's how I would have improved that scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really like that scene, but yeah. I think for me, uh, the shot of them of him rowing out into the sea mm-hmm. was yeah. just incredible because yeah. yeah. um, the sound design in that scene is absolutely beautiful. Mm. Like with the. With the water like hitting the sides of the boat and like the oars, um, yeah. I don't know. It was just it really tickled my ear. Yes, indeed, <laughs> yeah. indeed, in the most beautiful way. But to yeah. be honest, sound in this film like incredible. That's something, yeah. It's great. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like all of like like things like doors closing and like there's such um, a rawness to it. I don't know. It's so like na- like there's such a natural element. To I, the I, I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Yeah, it it sounds real. It and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just sounds. It's it's weird to say that, it but it is, sounds real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I get <laughs> um, you. I get you. So and I we're not sound experts, so we don't know like what yeah, to well, say. I guess I would be the expert at this, yeah. but even then, I like I don't do field recordings or anything, yeah. so I have mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, but let's move to the next section. Yeah. Did, uh, um, did, did, or did you? Say I did. Yours? I did. Yeah, I did. said that right. like the the bus sequence, the bus sequence uh, yeah, where yeah. you get to see the horrors. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, favorite performance. Do we want to switch it up this time? I'll go Jabril. This is so tough. It is um, tough. It is tough. I really, <laughs> I really liked uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Because I've never yeah. seen him play a character like that. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but not yeah. really like that. Like I just I it, uh, he reminds me of like 
my uncles and my dad's. <laughs> like the way he performed that, it was just like the whole conspiracy theorist kind of like in the woods, yeah. um, uh, free spirit, and yeah, it's just such a joyful presence. And I really love that performance. Um, yeah. Especially in a time when what he was doing the Dark Knight as well, so he was um, yeah. yeah yeah he was having uh, a good name? he was having a good Alfred, Alfred. Alfred, Alfred yeah. yeah yeah he was known more for these brooding Christopher Nolan performances yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. always like Harry Brown you know like tough geezer yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Kai Michael Kai more like my weed yeah my weed yeah yeah oh that actually reminds me of the scene where he sorry just to add to the previous thing um, the scene where he I th- is it his wife or his sister or no that's oh, his, wife. his wife it's his yeah, wife right wife. where yeah. he like a- assists suicide i guess oh, yeah. in the yeah. end and then yeah. he go and then he's like pull my finger yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah that sequence was also great pull my um, finger but yeah per- performance sorry <laughs> yeah ollie um oh man i i don't want to take this from anyone else but i mean i think since so on the second i'm, I'm gonna have to say probably got clive owen I yeah think. yeah um yeah I think you you said it at the top, Raf. That this one of his, is his finest. Best yeah. perfor- I do think it's his best performance mm. he's ever given. This is his magnum opus as a screen actor. Mm. Mm. He's not an actor that I've necessarily paid a lot of attention to. Is like a one of the best. Yeah. I always thought he was pretty talented and looked pretty good on screen. Mm. But I I don't think anyone thought he was um, capable of this sort of depth. And I think what I think the casting really works because I don't think anyone had seen those shades from Clive Owen. So it really works well for his journey because at the beginning you see him and you think, okay, he's this kind of like slightly dark, cynical, but too cool for school sort of character. Mm-hmm. Pretty, um, yeah, pretty cynical again, um, but kind of suave in his own way. Mm. And then you just see him sort of like shed these layers as he sort of, becomes this savior by the end, almost this Christ-like figure, really. Um, and I think he just absolutely nails it. And the camera like never leaves him for the most no, part. Like yeah. he's on, which is yeah. really, really difficult. He is the centerpiece of, and a lot, of this and he, film. And it's that great diehard thing where like half the performance, he's just trying to find a decent pair of shoes to put on. So, yeah. Yeah. so you can imagine yeah. all the physical um, duress that he's going, like in that that wanner at the end when he's just sort of running and belting it mm. for the for the for some shelter mm. and he just like leaps behind some debris and you're like that must have hurt i'm pretty sure they didn't lay out like some sort of carpet or some <laughs> did he jump head. onto like four other people that one say, yeah. he yeah. says, sorry sorry yeah, like, sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. so he, he probably put himself through the ringer for this performance oh, yeah. and you know what the results show deservedly so, so yeah. 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 yeah yeah kyle yeah i don't want to appear or seem like a hater but i did feel like I felt very neutral across performances in the mm-hmm. film. Like I do, mm. I would say like Michael Caine is definitely like, mm. was was like, I guess because again, as you said, like, mm. you know, is we don't really see Michael Caine like that. He usually plays yeah. like, you know, very like, you know, tough people, like cool people. <laughs> mm. But then he's just like a, it's a hippie, like great long hair, like smoking, <laughs> like it's, it's all you really need. <laughs> and then like, remember Clive Owen, like I was thinking of him in like, um, like shoot them up, and then also like uh, yeah. born shoot them up. Wow, born, yeah, that's born in the Supre- Born movies, yeah, Born Supremacy, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Identity, and I was like, oh yeah, he was like really good, like naughty's actor, and then it's like that yeah. is that kind of like the Gerard Butler kind of actor, maybe, um, yeah, yeah, with a little, little not like full on action. Yeah, yeah. Action he did some like romantic star, comedy yeah. stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Closer um, as well was around that time. So yeah, Gosford Park and yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting actor because I feel I, I guess it's something to chat about in a later topic. But I guess kind of like his arc is interesting, mm-hmm. like as a character, because I feel like again he is 
I, I, I do notice now as you as you put it, like, you know, he's a bit of a cynic. Um, there's a bit of like a darkness to him. But then I guess he kind of it, I feel like his character gets a bit more like serious, a bit more like believing what's yes, going exactly. on as, as the film like yeah. progresses. And I feel like that was it's an interesting arc. Mm. Um but I, I would guess like just as an ensemble, it was like it's it's pretty good. Like I think mm. um I think everyone's really good in it. I was thinking it was so interesting that like Julian Moore is like big name and she's like in it for what maybe like 20 minutes yeah, yeah. yeah. And i was yeah, like true. wow 2006 like this that's yeah. that's a crazy thing to do but yeah. she must have just really wanted to work with alfonso Corona. Yeah, right. right? i bet she was in the marketing a lot it's probably a, yeah, it's yeah. Like with, um, psycho where they yeah. killed off um i can't remember her name but she was like one of the biggest actors in the in the, in in the, the scene at the, yeah. the time and they kill her off right at the beginning right the beginning yeah or it's like uh, what was it Suicide Squad 2 where they just kill everyone in the beginning yeah oh the original yeah, exactly, cast yeah. the original Suicide, cast yeah, yeah. yeah and you're like good. what the what the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when that happens because it's like oh they're going it's, like yeah. they're veering a different direction yeah. that with uh, Drew Barrymore and Scream uh, yeah the yeah. other yeah. guys wow. they killed uh, The Rock and Samuel <laughs> oh, yeah, Samuel. yeah. I love that I love that, that. <laughs> yeah, we're just, it's yeah. so good recounting so everyone they killed in the beginning yeah all the good Sean Bean almost in everything yeah 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 um um, I'll I'll give this because obviously I I think I love and I cherish um, Clive Owen's performance and I, again like it's it's one of his best. Um, he was also is signed man. I just I just came oh, out yeah. of that. Oh yeah, and that was the same year that, as well. Actually. Same year. Um, yeah. And a great series called The Nick. Yes. Yeah. But I think this time around, I will give it to um, specifically to the background actors of this film because ah, they bring this film to life. Uh, and I think this film is a perfect example of what happens in the foreground and what happens in the background. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, and there's a beautiful video essay that explains all this on YouTube. But I yeah, want to command the, the performances of every background actor um, because they help paint this movie to life and bring it to life because this movie would not be anything if it wasn't for the world that's around us and there are moments where Alfonso Cuaron chooses to um, focus out of the stars and go into the background actors mm -hmm. and go into like those those performances specifically to like really enrich the world that we're in and the cruelty the despair this the the intensity all of it mm -hmm. uh, and I think yeah all those all those wonderful performances from Yes, that entire ensemble of people uh, really brings this like cruel dystopian world to life, to 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 bleak life. So, to the background actors, and I've been a background mm. actor, and I and I know how it is. And mm. I think being a background actor in a film like that would actually mm. be awesome. Like, yeah, because you're in this world, and like, you could you could see how you're being actually utilized. Yeah, sure. yeah. as a crowd, mm. I feel like especially in like let's say that bus sequence that I that I um, praised for my favorite scene. You could like see almost some specificity in in some of the, like the background actors' performances. Mm. Like you see some guy at the back like coughing profusely, like almost as if he's yeah. sick. And, and he's like, like cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's like just I feel like they were almost given more than just like let's say man on chair or like mm. man at the back of the bus or something yeah. like that. It's like they were given names, they were given lives, they were given mm. like actual characters to. Yeah, to fully breathe in and yeah. to fully be in. So, I saw that like when they were going through the, like 
when they stepped off of the bus yes. and then they had he was like trying to find um key and mm. he was trying to go through and there were people asking him things and yeah i yeah that's yeah that's a good point i didn't really think about that mm. yeah again it's because i've watched it you yeah. know, <laughs> a million times i could be like hey you know what <laughs> before we move on as well i'll just yes. give one quick shout out to um peter mullen as well who played oh yes Sid. yeah yeah incredible scottish actor yeah, spoke yeah, to himself in the that. third person yeah. as well yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and i just think he's great as as he always is yeah in this film 100 100 right. favorite well, quote can I go first? Yeah, of course. Yeah, pull my of finger. Course. Pull my <laughs> finger. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, because especially with the foreshadowing in the beginning where he does it mm. the first time and it's like everything's fine and happy and funny. Mm. And the second time he does it, everyone time. knows that he's going to be like, oh, I guess I'm going to do it. And then <laughs> boom. Yeah. 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 It's very sad, actually, when my, yeah, it's that that second time around. It's like, yeah, it's oh, like, oh that, shit. That, yeah, shit, man. And he's and he, when he says, oh, "Don't worry, I've talked my, uh, my I've talked my way yeah. out of out of worth things." Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh man, yeah. Um, Kyle, Ollie, Kyle, Kyle. I guess, I guess that might be one of my favorite lines was when Michael Caine's character saying, "I've talked myself yeah. out of worse things." Yeah. And he's yeah. like, even not even what knowing what happens next, you kind of know. Oh, here's, yeah. here it's here it's gonna go. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I I feel like it wasn't a a film for words or no. quotes yes. if you know what yeah, i mean no. like yeah, no. um, cuz yeah, i get i guess kind of backtracking a bit to what you're saying earlier Ollie, about some of some things you might have had a question about um in terms of like the script and stuff mm. i do think some of the lines and writing sometimes falls a bit into the generic area sure um, mm, yeah and sometimes i was like uh yeah maybe yeah yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. Um, but yeah i did like um I guess I just quite liked whenever Michael Caine was on the screen. He was, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's he, he just he just left a left a good yeah, yeah left a good impression. Yeah. But hippie, um, hippie, co- hippie but yeah. cocaine, hippie yeah. cocaine. <laughs> probably also did some coke. That character probably did some coke. Yeah, back in the days. Yeah, um, I felt like Chiwetel definitely said some good stuff in that film. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was saddled with a lot of the um the le- the political lectures. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But in, in in terms of quotes, I I yeah, it was a bit of a struggle to find something that really stood out. But um, I did write uh write write down. This is the first baby born in twenty years, and you want to name it yes. Froley. Mm, <laughs> that was literally is, the line I was about to say. Ollie, <laughs> you got to stop doing this. Man. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, that's I, oh, always makes me laugh. In eighteen years, and you want to call it Froley. <laughs> um, I think for me uh, to to really represent kind of um. Theodore's like, especially at the beginning when he's you know brooding and he doesn't he has no kind of reason to live. Uh, it's when Jasper says, uh, "What'd you do for your birthday? Nothing. Oh come on, you must have done something." And he says, "Nope. Woke up, felt like shit. Went to work, felt like shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, in a world like that, what actually? What? Why? Like, why would you? Mm. What is the reason for living?" And which is why you're kind of. Um, in the book, this is more laid out, but um, the uh, the pills that you would take for an easy passing uh, to death, which is what he gives to his wife, uh, Michael Caine, or Jasper's character. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it says on the actual carton or what the name oh, is. but um, The Quietus. The, there it is. Which is um, also the name, I believe it's the name of like a music publication too. Oh, well, there nice. we go. So there's a few musical references in this film as well. <clears throat> there's the Pink Floyd. Uh, well, The Quietus, that can, isn't that mm. part of like, um? isn't that like the... 
the needle on something or like a record player. Oh, I didn't oh, know. Could be I wrong about I that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, if you are right, we go to school every day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, I don't know, that, that line always gives me like the chills because it's like, man, mm. like it's, it is a really depressing world. Like yeah. what, what reason would you have to live? Um, yeah. When, yeah. So, all right. Mr. No. no armchair, armchair moment. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> this is where we lay it all out. This is the critiques. Mm. Um, I will step back because I have nothing to offer. Mm. Um, <laughs> because this movie is a masterpiece. It's perfect. You all don't say shit. No. Um, please go ahead. Yeah. I do want to hear some of your thoughts. Actually, Jabril, yeah. since you mentioned that. Yeah. So you I touched really upon vibe. it in the, yeah. in the beginning, the whole. Allahu Akbar stuff. I yes. was like, that was completely unnecessary. Mm. I don't think it did anything to add to the film other than maybe scare people that are in the West who mm. are watching it. Yeah. And um, I thought that was a really poor choice, honestly. Uh, but would you, yeah, poor choice, but would you say, um, just to play devil's advocate, that um, part of let's say the climax um, is to like instill a lot of like extremism. So like, let's say mm -hmm. the French, there's also like that, like yeah. part of where like there's a French flag. And yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just like showing that part? like, yeah, that was a French flag. Yeah. yeah Which I like wanted to feel because humans. there would be a lot of French it's people like, who are being kept there or yeah. if it's because it's, um, Invoking the French resistance or yeah, the French Revolution. The French Revolution. Mm, interesting. So is it kind of is Alfonso Cuarón trying to evoke that like basically the worst parts of humanities are coming to life by like shedding some extremist extremist versions of themselves, and this is why we're having this yeah. clash and this war between you know different cultures mm. and collisions. But yeah, I, of course. I I just thought it was poor. You could just yeah. have people shouting. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah have exactly. To have it yeah. exactly. As religiously. They were like the first outwardly Muslim people we'd seen on screen. Yeah. The it was yeah. the only time. Yeah. 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 It was the only yeah, time yeah. that you hear, I think, another language as well. I don't know if you hear any one we speaking. We see a lot of like Eastern Sorry? I was going to say just kind of like, um, like mo most vocally, because I guess yeah, I remember yeah. that scene for being so, um, like when I was listening to it, like mm. sound wise, it's so piercing. It's yeah. so loud. It's yeah. so yeah. very like, kind of like, in your face yeah but i remember there was a point obviously just before that it was a bit violent and then it like kind of quietens and then yeah then the sound like builds up yeah. to this very like striking chanting um which i do agree um with mm. you um it's kind of um the post 9-11 gaze yeah. of, of like yeah. american mm. filmmaking yeah. isn't that because yeah. um yeah there have been a few films i've watched recently that like like early 2000s kind of thrillers especially when it like was a mm -hmm. plain film it's yeah. obviously yeah. a lot yeah. of the gaze yeah. with the camera um, and the direction is always kind of there's all that there, there unfortunately was always kind mm -hmm. of someone of color yeah. um, for kind of I guess the narrative to kind of like sway towards um, yeah. yeah 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 and you mentioned yeah. also like the whole like white hero yeah. complex as well I mean that's a little bit less because that I mean that's something like a fault of the time yeah um, yeah and that's something that I've seen change in like the, the, the last. 10 years you yeah. can say yeah a little bit um, yeah. so uh, yeah because I, I at least with my experience the whole I wouldn't say Islamophobic but yeah like you said uh, post 9-11 gays I, yeah. I like that term yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. Uh, really cool yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to add yeah, their armchair um, moment I mean yeah I, I think I had a few issues with the script mm. um, and I could sort of I think what I would I would try and summarize it since I know that we're a little behind on time, but um, if I could summarize it sort of quickly, I think 
I think this film is so focused on the technical aspects and sort of getting these mm. perfect shots mm. that often dialogue is used as a background element yeah. when it should be used as a foreground element because it's meant to be pushing, the, moving the story mm. along. It's meant to be developing some of the characters. And I just feel like some important beats might have just been glossed over a little bit because they um, they weren't being prioritized as much. Like I think particularly with the the fishes, I think mm. that's what they're called the yeah, the, the yeah. rebel the yeah. reb the rebellious force. Sure. I think exactly how they wanted to use the baby to sort mm. of support their own uprising, I, and and the, sort of the differences that existed between um, Chuetel Ejiofor's character and mm. Julian's character. I know that they mentioned that it's a matter of violence, basically. Mm. But I felt like the, I I would have loved like a scene where we saw that debate sort of happening a little mm. bit more. You know, and maybe Alfonso Cuarón would say this is not like this is not the kind of movie he was interested in yeah. making. Yeah. But then the yeah. same could be said for Julian Moore and Clive Owen's character's relationship. Yeah. Like I, I loved, I thought their their chemistry was really good, and I thought I could, you know, for such a tight film, I was like, we could actually use another 10, need, like 10, 15 minutes, yeah. minutes just yeah. sort of yeah. developing this a little bit, so that when she is shot, like shock, she's shot in the neck mm. out of nowhere, it comes as a real, um, as like a real loss to the audience. Yeah, mm. it's more impactful. Um, yeah. And then, like, I'll just quickly add on this: I do not like Charlie Hunnam. As <laughs> I know, I know you don't. He I know you don't. Sucks. I know he's you don't. He's so, and he just rips me right out of this movie. They yeah. could have cost so many other people to do that role. Yeah. So that's and my other armchair. He kind of plays recast that Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, he plays that character almost too often. Did we well, talk about though. him in uh, Prayer Before Dawn as well? Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. Just was, a couple of movies ago. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, mentioned. Yeah. He was supposed to be Joe Cole. Like, like, he was supposed I, to be the main yes, character. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I just don't I don't understand why Zach's meant to be. I know that's ironic coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you from? <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah, I know, yeah. but it always just pulls me out of the movie. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. Mm. And he's still he's still working. He's still he's still doing stuff. Ah, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't hate him that much, to be honest. I think he fits that particular brand of character, yeah. like that kind of character. Um, but I don't think he, yeah, he's, I don't, I also don't think he's incredible. Any armchair moment? Um, yeah, kind of, kind of like bouncing a bit mm. off, um, of you, Ollie. I, I do think, um, I did feel like at the end of the film where, where it kind of just ends, I did feel like, oh, this was kind of a bit dreadful. Like it was a bit of a dreadful watch. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do, the yeah, yeah, but I do think it is like they they do sacrifice a lot of, moments of of like trying to improve writing or trying to improve kind of conversations for technical like aspects like mm. i do think there is a point in which the film does feel like oh we, we've like kind of like glued together like loads of different kind of like sequences like mm. kind of like sequences yeah. and sometimes it's yeah. just like a collection of images and just moments like heightened because i do agree it's kind of like i guess like the the one of the first like big kind of moments like when they're driving and then it's kind of like all the all the kind mm. of people just come onto the road it, it does kind of come out of nowhere and then it's like obviously yeah it ends with kind of like julianne moore's character being killed um and i did think it was it was a great kind of sequence but then also thought it was like lacking something before yes. and then and then also just lacking kind of like I guess what comes after eventually like the reveal where it's like it was all planned and stuff that that's a great moment because mm. then it feels like oh I'm yes. I feel like I'm back in the film and because because mm. then there's the, a good bit of story coming in mm. um I also felt like sometimes tonally it was like all over the place um and I, I I mean that kind of more I guess in the sub moments kind of like the more like relationship kind of elements where it's kind of like Oh, like you know, Clive Owen and Julianne Moore's character, like we, they, they have to convince us that they had a prior, a, a really strong prior relationship, and in this moment where it's like, oh, they're supposed to be doing something like really, really serious, 
feels like kind of the it feels like kind of like the that there's some there's they're playing around a lot but i didn't kind of it didn't convince me i guess mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to say yeah. mm-hmm. and then and then obviously he's obviously it's kind of like he's developing his character to the point where he like believes that like he needs to he needs to carry out this mission and he needs to like um like look out for key but i felt like a lot of the time i was still trying to be convinced about mm-hmm. kind of like his character his direction um until the end which i feel like it's like it's it's like well like deserved um so i think i guess i would have probably like toned up the drama and a bit more of like those kind of like darker elements even though there's moments for like warmth and stuff i do feel like the 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 film kind of catches me off guard at some points um but yeah Yeah. pretty much yeah 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 I, i will offer like a bit of uh just jumping on on both of um what you guys have said i will say that the book itself is a lot more widespread. There's a lot more detail. There's a lot yeah. more um, mm. place for like men are infertile, right? In the book, and women and aren't. women aren't. Yeah, uh-huh. women are infertile in the in the movie. In the movie, they're yeah. inf- infertile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when and and I, and I'll say that like the the book, I think maybe paints a a more um you know a grimmer and a bleaker um a picture of of this dystopian world. Uh, and it's a little more harrowing because there's just more details to it. Mm. Whereas I feel Alfonso probably wanted a more narrow and focused journey yeah. of of and a, and a more central uh, mm. journey. So we're focusing on one character to tell these elements. But the one thing that he is able to bring out is again with the whole foreground background is is what he's able to capture. Um, in an entire set, in an yeah. entire scene with composition, with choreography, you do get elements from the book come to life. And you're like, oh shit, I remember reading that. And he's mm. actually like now putting it on screen. Um, it's subtle, but it's there, mm-hmm. uh, including the the pills that that are that are given yeah. from Michael Caine to, to his wife. Like um, I'd say a, a, a scene that I would have loved to have read and at least like maybe experience is the the moment where he goes to vox or vex oh yeah or, yeah, 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 yeah. He, like the the ministry of art or whatever it's called yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the danny houston character, the danny yeah. Houston character. and uh, the gossip girl kid um yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Bass. yeah. oh I, th- I thought it was robert pattison <laughs> Honestly, I thought it this whole Common time. Misconception. I, yeah. Yeah. That was not yeah. Batman. But I love the the image of um Guernica in the back, which is yeah. uh one of Picasso's um most Prized um, impactful um paintings. Mm-hmm. Um so I I yeah, I don't know. Does it does the book talk about that? It does, yeah. Way? There's yeah. more there's more room with um an exploration mm. on in that particular like sequence mm. uh, in the film, in the film, it's kind of abbreviated. A lot of, a lot of moments like that are abbreviated. Like when they, um, when they get to the forest uh, and Julianne Moore's character gets shot, like that whole, that's a whole like chapter mm. in the book with like the people and who these people are in the forest and like yeah. what their, what their tribe is and their beliefs and their ideals. So there's a lot to the book and I, and I do recommend it if you like dystopian novels, which okay. I do. Um, all right. Mystery. mystery a question. Um, this one was kind of hard. I was like, I don't really know what to kind of, <laughs> it's going to have to be a little bit creative. So I think I'm going to go with, and I don't know if you've seen a lot of dystopian stuff, but mm. 
I'm going to like pick out three and you're just going to give me your favorite, like the, kind of the favorite dystopian world you'd rather live in. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Favorite dystopian world you'd, you'd like you, to live in. Like, like a type of, yeah. yeah. Like a type oh, of dystopian. Okay. So let's okay. say we've got the Mad Max world, right? <laughs> Fucking vast desert. There's no water. It's horrible. And people are chasing you and like, uh, you know, that kind of world, like yeah. the grimness of that and the hot heat of that world, which could very much happen in 50 years. Mm-hmm. Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Which is also just a bleak, depressing kind of like politically, charged. politically charged, mm-hmm. civil unrest, like t- or totalitarianism, totalitarianism, mm-hmm. all that, or the Matrix. So you're all <laughs> living underground. You're being it's AI taken over. Can robots. I opt for like a completely the one a one that hasn't? Is this like multiple yeah, choice? Yeah, or you can can, I, I mean, you I'll can. just dive right in. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner. I wouldn't mind Runner. living in the Blade Runner world. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it rains all the time, but I don't mind. I'm okay with a little bit of, <laughs> yeah. of um, damp weather. Yeah. Um, we, culture seems to have fused with Eastern society, so mm. yeah, it's a good would, noodle shop around the corner shop. wherever yeah. you are. It's like <laughs> local guys serving it, so you know it's going to be the good stuff. It's going to yeah. be the real deal. True, true, true. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, Kicking it with some with some, <laughs> some replicants. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, they got flying machines. Yeah, so it's yeah. actually not too bad. Yeah, no, yeah. Hey, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. Keep it clean. Keep okay? it clean. Put the kids. Put the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blade Runner. That's a good one. That's a good. Tr- yeah. If y'all yeah. have a choice outside of those, I'm just giving out examples of of dystopian yeah. worlds. But uh, if you had like, any- it's like, where do you think you would survive? Exactly. Exactly. Like, where yeah. do you think? Where do you <laughs> yeah. think you survive yeah. and live kind of most comfortably? That's why I was like, definitely not Mad Max. I'd be dead like day one. Uh, so honestly, that's my answer. Sold into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. like, could I be like Mad Max esque, or would I have to be like a loony? Like, uh, I forgot what they're all called. Like, um, that. yeah, those like you know, like uh, like adrenaline eating. Yeah. Like, junkies. Oh, uh, war boys war or something boys. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. I guess you'd pick your faction, right? You'd be you'd be wherever you can survive. Yeah. But let's say you are kind of the central pivotal character, and you are a Mad Max character. So you've got a car, and you're kind of a badass. And basically, yeah, the the Mad Max world is that's that's the items that you can have is yeah. a car, you got a gun, you're just surviving. I mean, out of the three that you've given me, I think like the Mad Max one seems yeah seems, seems <laughs> like the best bet because I'm like, oh yeah, I could live in like e- like an even more an even more evil Britain. Yeah, but I'd rather not. Rather um, not. Yeah, 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 so good call. I, yeah. I feel like maybe I might have to just like take the chances out of the desert. <laughs> yeah. And For sure. There's more freedom, maybe. Yeah. There's a bit more freedom. And if I get like a character arc like Mad Max in, in Fury Road, I, I I might I might be better off. Do you off. like yeah. motorcycles or cars? Are you yeah? What's your, what's your preferred man? vehicle? I'll probably take one of the cars because I, I think if I'm on a motorcycle and someone comes up like yeah. for me, I'm just nice. like yeah, that's gonna, gonna go like 50 feet in the air like yeah. some of those stunt <laughs> yeah. performers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I'm a, if just a quick one, if I am able to choose my own, oh please, um, please, please, go. I'll probably go to Arrakis. Just, just, just Arrakis. Yeah. Yes. What, what's that from? Yeah. What's from? Dune. Dune. Oh, Dune. Dune. Yeah. Of oh, is that oh considered dystopian then? Yeah. Is that? Is yeah. That, I, I guess. guess you could. There's elements of like sci-fi dystopian. You know. Well, sure, sci- sure. Yeah. yeah. Is sci-fi, but nice this one. is more like. I'm gonna ride some big worms. Yeah. Like you know, just yeah. become one. This is like the, uh, space opera dystopian. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean, good oh, choice. Oh, very good choice. So it's kind of similar to Mad Max. A mm. very deserty kind of like. I feel like I'd have a better chance in Arrakis. Right on, Jabril. Do you have anyone in mind? Or do you yeah yeah i do um 
uh, freaking New York, the Warriors. That, oh, that wow. yeah, yeah, yeah like with that. like just weird Great gangs choice. and stuff. Because yeah. like it's still New York, but like I like I don't know. I think I'd be one of those like rollerblading clowns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you'd be yeah, part yeah. of a gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Warriors. And then I I was also thinking like um, Man in the High Tower, um, yeah, that, yeah. an alternate yeah. alternate reality, alternate, like, reality kind yeah. of dystopian thing. Because um, I always like the the what if yeah of kind course. of sure. It's always yeah. really interesting revisionist history. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah yeah. But yeah, shall we move on? Oh, you didn't say yours yet. I mean, I there's Mad Max, but like to, just to be different. No one said Terminator either. Oh, yeah. I guess it depends. A Terminator, yeah, you would be you'd Terminator be living future. in that world. Yeah, yeah you'd be yeah. in the future. Oh, it's just grim. as bad as a Matrix. Or <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think yeah. I'd pick the Matrix because Mat- at least there's an escape. Uh, there's an escapist kind of quality to the Matrix where you get to like you know. Create... No, but you have to fight the agents all the time. You, you don't do. get to you... enjoy the Matrix if you're out. You have to it. plug True. in. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. to yeah. have to have take the red pill. You're pretty much wired, don't you? Yeah, you just got holes in your body. You're like half robotic as well. That's the one. It's not cool yeah. but if i get to like no kung fu then um maybe i'll <laughs> yeah. it, you know like, like get download, a bit of kung fu yeah. going download some jujitsu like just get to fighting and, and then maybe i'll the, ju- um raves in zion get to yeah. do that. Those, <laughs> raves, those zion raves look awesome uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Lord like, going, Go, yeah. Zion. <laughs> Zion. Yeah, yeah. No, truly, truly. The Matrix. Uh, DJing the apocalypse. Uh, well, we've got our four four different dystopian yeah. um, ideals and um, um, worlds. All right, to wrap it up, ratings. So, usually with ratings, and I didn't tell you this, but um, we give it a little like totem from the film. So, whether that's we we can go first. Yeah, we can go yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I go, yeah. Um, do you guys want to go first? I'm like still thinking. <laughs> um, oh, your thing, right? Yeah, I, I can go first. <laughs> this might be a bit cringy. I'm gonna give this film eight and a half, eight point five, wickeds. <laughs> <laughs> Love, it. Love um, it. I'm also gonna give it Ooh. eight point five. Right. Um little uh flip-flops oh Oh, that's the the worst yeah as soon as he puts that on i'm like ah damn i already see what's gonna go he just didn't have any other like michael kane was like sorry amigo i don't have any other and they were like the worst like 7-eleven like flip-flops like they weren't even (laughs) like havianas or anything no no they were the worst quality yeah the worst ones you could have (laughs) like they they blister after five minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah flip-flops um, all right, I'll give it um, 10 out of 10 Miracle Babies out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, I hope this works. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Um, I think it's just as good as the Strawberry Cough uh, <laughs> oh, Weed yeah. Strike. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. Well done. Yeah. Oh, remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. Yeah. Well, then on that we'll note. wrap it up on that one. Uh, thank you for coming, Kyle. Yeah. This was, this so was really so great. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, sweet. So, as usual, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that jazz. You know how it is. Um, I can't remember when this episode comes out. Um, Who's to know? But in 2027. Yeah. So <laughs> if Temps Rising happened, I hope you enjoyed it. If Temps Rising is yet to have happened, please come to the show. Yeah, 30th of April, yeah. holiday weekend behind this wall. This will be really, we'll, we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out. Yeah, we will cut <laughs> this out. already happened. Uh, but yeah, uh, next one is Victoria. And. Wow.
last one. Ciao, ciao for now, my people.